0: If you're a business owner that really handles your own accounting, your own bookkeeping, you handle your financials for the business, then this podcast is for you. I'm going to answer questions on what is reconciling your accounts? What does that mean? Why do you need to do it? Why does it matter? How should you be handling these things to make sure that all your finances are in order and that you are taken care of when it comes to being prepared for your tax return. So listen up, I'm gonna share all the details on what you need to know about your business finances and making sure they're all done properly. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself late at night searching for tax deductions? How to track your business finances or QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really boring? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from my clients who used to feel this way. They felt overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish they could stop the financial madness. They wanted clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics, know the protocol when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS. But they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm put them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy-to-understand financial tips, and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. So dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee, and let's get going. Oftentimes, whenever I have new clients come in, one of the very first things that I do is look to see if they have been reconciling their their bank and, and credit card accounts. It's not uncommon for me to see that they have not been. Now, in this particular scenario, these clients are using QuickBooks Online and I recognize not everybody is. And I've talked about on previous podcast episodes where it might not even make sense for you to be using QuickBooks Online. If you're a really small business, then you possibly are just using a spreadsheet. Either way, you want to make sure that you are tracking and taking care of all the transactions that hit your bank account and that they're all being reflected in your financials for the business. In the case of using a spreadsheet to track your own bookkeeping, your own finances for the business, it's really not that different than in QuickBooks. Essentially, you should still be looking to see, does your beginning bank account balance plus all the deposits minus all the transactions that pulled money out of the account equal the ending balance. It should all balance. Those numbers should all make sense. You can see it whenever you look at your bank statement where you'll have a beginning balance. You'll have all of the things that were added to your account, deposits, refunds, things like that. And then there is a line for withdrawals, whether that's checks written, your debit card that was used to run transactions or credit card payments anything that comes out of your account. Then when you add those things together, they equal your ending bank balance. In QuickBooks, it's the same way. It's just more technology is used where you're not having to manually do it. Why does this matter? And why do you need to look at that and make sure those things are properly reflected in your financials? Well, the short answer is, is that if you're not reconciling your books and you don't know that things are all being transacted properly, you could very well be missing transactions, which could ultimately mean you pay more in taxes than you should. That's obviously a problem. We don't want to pay more in taxes than we should. And the very first step in making sure that you're optimizing your taxes and you're not overpaying is making sure that you have good financials, making sure that you're capturing all the transactions and that they're being captured in a way that is going to be reflected properly on your tax return. So back to the scenario, when I have clients come in regularly, that are using QuickBooks Online and their accounts haven't been reconciled. And a lot of times they haven't been reconciled in years. The very first thing that we do is we fix that. So you have to start from the last point that it was reconciled. If it's never been reconciled, you really need to start from that point, and move it forward and look at everything. And um, unfortunately, sometimes in the, in the instance, the example of QuickBooks Online, sometimes QuickBooks Online doesn't actually download all the transactions that they should. That's if you're using the bank feeds. Sometimes you're not using the bank fees and you're just entering the transactions and you have no idea if you've captured everything or not. It could be the flip side. Maybe if it hasn't transacted everything and you don't have the deposit that you should have and your income is understated. In other words, you aren't paying enough tax. And I realize I'm very much an advocate for not overpaying in tax, but you should be paying the right amount of tax. I'm not saying avoid taxes and intentionally underpay. I'm simply saying it should be the proper amount. So if you've missed a deposit for ten grand, then obviously your taxable income should be ten thousand dollars more than it is. That's also a problem, and I would say it's as equal, if not more so, a problem than overpaying because you've missed a deduction. Because with the IRS, if they were to come in and audit, sure sort of looks a whole lot worse if you've underpaid your taxes because you missed a ten thousand dollar deposit than if they audit you and you go, well, actually, I had more deductions than. I actually reflected on my return, I should have paid less in taxes. And then you actually win the whole situation and get a reduction in taxes. Both of those scenarios are going to be viewed very differently from the IRS. So how do you do this? And how do you make sure that things are done properly? If you're using QuickBooks Online, I highly recommend that you do connect your bank account and credit cards to the bank feed. It's pretty straightforward. You have a dashboard in QuickBooks Online where you log into your account, you tell it to automatically download those things, and then you have to actually code it and tell it where to put the transactions. Then at the end of the month, you have your bank statement, you go into the reconcile feature, and if everything is there, it's actually pretty easy. The AI within QuickBooks Online has made it to where the system will reconcile things pretty quickly, but sometimes it won't and there'll be a problem. Either there will be extra transactions that didn't clear and they should have or duplicates. It can be, there can be a number of different issues that come up when you're reconciling the bank account. If you have transactions that continue to carry over a month after month, then there's something wrong with that. You need to look at it. You need to have your accountant or someone else, some other professional that can help with bookkeeping review your accounts and see what's going on. The only time I would say that you should have transactions that might not be clearing and might be carried over is if you write checks, which that would really be much larger businesses that write checks. Most of the time, small businesses don't. I mean, we use credit cards and things like that, ACH, et cetera. So, unclear checks is the only thing that I would say would carry over. And even that should be pretty minimal. There shouldn't be very many. If you are reconciling a credit card account, and you've got unclear transactions, by the nature of it being a credit card, everything clears. There is nothing outstanding. So you should never have transactions that carry over unless it just happens to be a transaction that hit the last day of the month and it actually didn't clear and go to your card until the next day. I would say the, the transition between months is the only time I would see that. And essentially what you want to do is you want to look at this regularly. I highly recommend that you reconcile things monthly because the more often you look at your finances the more you're going to be aware of what's going on and you can make better choices in your business. Don't put your head in the sand and think that you can just reconcile everything at the end of every year and think that your business is going to grow because when you ignore things like that, you don't have the opportunity to actually make good choices throughout the year and you're looking kind of in your rearview mirror and that's not a good option. Alternatively, I mentioned if you have more of a manual process, where you're using a spreadsheet to track all your finances, you still need to make sure that all the transactions are captured. Um, It will look a little bit different than QuickBooks Online, but the system within it to make sure everything is captured is all going to be the same. It's still going to be beginning balance plus deposits minus money that went out of your account equals the ending balance. And you need to make sure your spreadsheet captures that so that you kind of have this running total. And when you do that, I can just tell you it is going to make sure that the transactions are captured in a way where you're getting you're getting things on your tax return the way that they should be. I mean, the bottom line is the issue is when you don't reconcile regularly and you don't reconcile sometimes at all, You the risk for overpaying your taxes is sizable. And that's a problem. So if this is you and you've maybe never reconciled your accounts, I would say you need to do that. You know, we're coming into a new tax year Um, here in just a few days. We're ending 2022 right now. And you need to make sure that before you do your tax return for 2022, that you have reconciled your accounts. If you've not been reconciling your accounts, you need to get with your CPA and have them help you. If you need help with this, then send me an email to the podcast, the email address in my bio into this episode. And we can always set up a time to talk and help you as well. We do this kind of work all the time with our clients within my CPA firm. But this is something that you definitely need to pay attention to. This is as important as any other aspect of your business because the finances really are the heart of what you have. And you're trying to build this asset and you really need to take them seriously. So I hope this has been helpful. I hope this is something that has maybe shed some light on an area that I think far too often business owners just neglect and they don't even think about it. Um, If you have questions specifically about your situation, I would love to feature them on a future podcast. You can always email me at the address in the show notes. And also if this has been helpful at all, Share it with your friends share it with your fellow business owner friend, the entrepreneur in your life that struggles with the same stuff that you do. My passion is to help small business owners, entrepreneurs to be more equipped when it comes to taxes and their business finances. So if this is you and you have gotten any kind of value in this, share it with someone. And also leave me a five-star review. It helps me get out and you know share this information with other people when I get reviews from you, the listener, So I would love that as well. It means so much to me. So with that, um, I hope you have found really great value in today's episode and I cannot wait until next time.